welcome everyone. This is Lindsay. Hey, it's Anna. And we are Rock the Cat Box. Thank you, Levy, for screaming our name as always, and to Nailbite for, you know, getting us pumped for every episode with Disengage. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, you know, because we're going to do, I don't know what the purpose of it, but maybe just to be cool like other podcasts, we're going to do like a season, but I don't know what's going to differentiate each season. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, well, maybe we could do another nail bite song. But I love disengaged too much. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I'm ready to switch yet, but uh I don't know. Hmm. We'll do we'll, something. We'll, we'll brainstorm something. something. Yeah, fun new seasons. Yeah. I'm it's thinking like what we what we could do is um more you know, live interviews with getting musicians on. Yeah, you know. for sure. Yeah, more guests. I was thinking too, because if we start that, that some of the other bands that we've already featured, if they also want to come back and like do live shows with us and talk about other questions too, that might be a good um, idea too, because we've got some good, good little community building that we're doing. Exactly. Yeah. I know for, I was almost tempted to have like, I don't know, one of the guys that we've interviewed on today's show, but I was like, hey, today just crept up. I'm like, oh my gosh, we get to record. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but I think for next season, we'll, we're going to do not if, but we will um, do more guest interviews at least once a month, but it'd be nice to have each episode since we only do two a month. Yeah. You know, so yeah, maybe that'll be the switch. That'll be that, but yes. So uh, welcome. Welcome, welcome. All right. So yes, you have a show. Yes. I am going to, do we want to talk about that now? Yeah. Sure. (laughs) Might as well. I'm going to switch it up now. Um, I am going to the Native Howl and Lindsay's going to be out of town then. So I'm going to go with my brother. Um, So it'll be fun. uh, So I don't know if any of you guys watched uh there was a little a little show on youtube um called no cover and so spoiler alert if you don't want to know the the winner (laughs) that's already completed the first season um native hall was the winner of that show and it was a really cool show so if you haven't watched it you should watch it um because it was really cool i actually found a few bands that i really liked from there um yeah and a lot of big people are on the show as the judges and it's a, a cool show for like, you know, people who are into rock music. Cause it's like, you know, American idol for rock music and people who are doing their own songs. So really cool yep. concept for sure. I, I enjoyed it and I'll, I think they're, they're going to have another season. So I'll definitely watch if they have another one. Yeah. If anything, it, like you said, it, it introduced people to new bands. Mm-hmm. Um, and for them too, it just exposed, got them more, exposure and stuff like that so yeah um yeah but the native howl they were i knew they would win yeah i knew it when i first saw them the first episode um i was like these guys they were they're just amazing i'm so jealous that you're going because you're going with which which brother with ben ben okay yeah so yeah i'm really excited and ben's awesome because he listens to the podcast so he's oh yay 
maybe hey you know, Ben. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be really fun, and they're they're cool. Um, they've got a cool vibe, and they're like thrash grass or whatever they call themselves. They're they're like bluegrass, like metal <laughs> bluegrass band kind of. So it's fun. Yeah, definitely more of a country vibe than I typically go with, you know, but. Uh, but they're really fun and I'm really excited because they, they all put on a really good show. I can guarantee it. Yeah. So that one's, that one's going to be a fun show. Yeah. But the next one that I'm going to won't be until, um, the used. Yeah. Which I mean, Anna, Uh, it'll be amazing. The used and a day to remember. I, I think that there's probably another band there with them. I just don't remember. I don't know who it is. Yeah. I was going to ask you if you remembered, cause I can't, remember who else is playing but that's okay that's gonna be a good one yeah so that's that's all we have coming up not a whole lot but we um before we get into of course talking about the other two shows we went to when we saw 14 bands in one week (laughs) um we want to do an icebreaker and so i (laughs) we're gonna do a couple of them i think for this one i reached out on instagram to get some ideas and I didn't really get a whole lot. I think folks were just like, meh, I'm too tired. <laughs> we'll <laughs> come up more. with a fun idea. Yeah, maybe we'll get so, more as time goes on. Yeah. So the one that I texted Courtney, our good friend Courtney, and, and uh, she said, who would your hall pass be? Now, obviously... I'm single, so I, <laughs> but if I wasn't, I think I would go with Jared Leto. Mm. Yeah. And I even, when I was super obsessed with him, like back when 30 Seconds to Mars was, it was their second album, you know, when we saw them a whole bunch, I was dating my high school boyfriend, Shay. <clears throat> and I told Shay, I was like, I, if Jared Leto wants to have sex with me, I'm going to have sex with him. And I hope <laughs> you're going to have to be okay with that. And I was, then he was like, okay. <laughs> he was totally supportive of my obsession with the band and him. So, um, yeah. But anyway, that would be it. I think Jared Leto for me. Hmm. It's a hard one. I know. I, it's really hard for me. I'm like a, a very, I'm a weird kind of person that I, well, anyways, I love like personality more than anything else. It's hard to be like, I love people in their like roles, like they're, if, you know, as like certain actors in their roles. And then I love, you know, musicians because obviously. <laughs> um, right. So I'm like, but you know, I don't know what they are like in real Real life. Um, hmm. True. I, uh, hmm. I told Lindsay, I'm like, I don't know. I don't have a person. This is hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, personality. I mean, well, yeah, it can be anybody. Mm-hmm. So let's not, maybe not a musician. Not a musician. Well, so I would probably actor wise, who I think is super cute, would be, um, like Ryan Gosling. He'd probably be my favorite so cute in the notebook. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> I told you it's like all like it's it's like personality. It's just if he hadn't played that role, I'd probably be like, eh, whatever. But mm, 
True. Yeah. Yeah, he, I know. You're right. If he wasn't in that movie, I don't think I'd really be, like, really care for him. Yeah. I mean, he still think he's cute. Like, he's been yeah. in other things and he's cute. But, like, that just, I am telling you, he just, I got a whole picture painted there. I'm like, yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. That was a hard movie. She, a hard decision for her. Because it's not like both, both guys were decent dudes, you know? Yeah. Just... I don't know. It's good. I don't know. Yeah, Ryan. Shh. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good choice. All right. So we're going to do two. What's your, what's the other icebreaker one you came up with? So I was just thinking if you, if you could meet and talk to one artist, who would it be? Like if you like really thinking, not just physical, <laughs> He doesn't have to be your hall pass or she, whoever. Uh, but like, yeah. like really th- thinking like lyrical wise, like what they talk about the contents. Like, I want to hear what you have to say. If you could meet and talk to them in depth, who would that be? Do you think? Oh, that's fucking easy. <laughs> that's my inner James Keenan. Like, come oh, on. Oh, yeah. Yep. I, no. <laughs> okay. Well, that's a given. Mm-hmm. Like, that would be my dream. Right. Um, Maynard, for sure. I think someone else that I would definitely just be, uh, maybe it's just because it's fresh in my brain and we just saw them. It'd be cool to to hang with Jerry Cantrell, mm-hmm. too. I think he, I mean, he does his own solo stuff, too. But, but yeah, I think lyrically, though, definitely Maynard. Yeah. I just want to pick his brain. Of all things, I mean, he's just so, he's he's one of those people that he just, he's into everything. Yeah. So if anything, not just with music, but in life and, you know, he's so philosophical. Like, I feel like you just sit down with him and just get inspired to do something cool. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that would be mine, I think. Yeah. That's a good one. What about you? Mm-hmm. Um, I was trying to think about it, too. Obviously, I'm <laughs> my question. <laughs> but uh, not that I thought about it ahead of time. Um. But, you know, I I just love, like, feelings, you know. But I want, I want to hear, feel all of that. And I, I think, like, anyone who can, like, write really lyrics that are, like, so, like, passion-filled, that's who I want to hang out with. So, like, even – I know I've talked about them a hundred times. Not the use. But, um, of course, I'd, I'd sit down with all of them. But, uh, yeah. But, like, Rory from – from day seeker like he just has so much like feeling in all of his songs like you can tell like he really feels it i would love love to just feel all of those emotions with him um yeah you're right yeah i just i I love that even like um we're gonna go see like bad flower like god that guy like in his songs that passion in his songs and like the lyrics he feels it like so deeply and like that i want to yeah i want to be there for that (laughs) Yeah, if it, and you know what to go to, you know, um, to sit down with someone that we've already kind of talked to and met, mm-hmm. Joey. Yeah, yeah. For sure. I mean, yeah. I feel like, and he keeps sending us all these teasers, you know, of their new album coming up, and it sounds like it's super emotional, something they haven't done before. Um, and I only we only know like little bits of his past which aren't you know 
there's some sad moments in there. So it's just, I want to sit down and talk to him more about that kind of stuff too. So, yeah. Um, so no, that's a good question. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to sit down with a lot of people and just hear like, really, I love like the meaning behind songs too, you know, like, cause you can listen to a song and it can mean something completely different for you or you can interpret it in a different way, you know, but really like what they were intending or like what they really wrote it about and like how they were feeling about it. I just, I love that stuff. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you said, we've talked about. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, it's just, I just, I just really love like, like when you can feel the emotion in the song. Cause I, there are a lot of songs that I feel like that. And I, I'm like, God, like they just, like you can, and that's like what we've talked about before where like, you know, bringing back up all of those emotions when they're re-singing it in, in a show or whatever. But, but they have like, so they can still like feel so deeply in it. And I've been to shows where like artists have like started to kind of get teary and stuff when they're singing songs too. So I love it. Oh yeah. Yeah. That just gets me mm-hmm. when that happens. Yeah, I know. And it also brings you back to, I mean, like in, in high school, like if I listen to any sort of like brand new mm-hmm. or, um, just a lot of just bands that we listen to in high school, a lot of emo bands, obviously, but it, it even takes me back to that moment. Like mm-hmm. that, my high school boyfriend and I like sitting in our car, listening to this album and just chilling, whatever, or being, you know, going through a breakup of like the fifth time that we woke up or something. Yeah. So I just, it, it still takes you back, but it's not like, and you know, we've talked about this too, where, um, with artists that do you have to physically like, or mentally be in that state of when you wrote that song, when you are playing it every night. Yeah. And so of course you have to, but, um, like art, are you over that? Hopefully you've gotten over that situation or whatever the case. So, um, so yeah, I know that's gotta be, that's gotta be hard, but mm-hmm. it is not Yeah. Seeing Rory sing anytime I see him sing. Yeah. And just his, <laughs> like, he just, I mean, some of their older stuff too. Um, like he has a song. He obviously, I don't, I don't know. I don't know him. Obviously I don't never, never interacted with him, but like, obviously there was something that happened like with his mom and he has a lot of negative feelings towards her. Cause you can tell in some of his songs and, um, mm-hmm. and she obviously did some terrible things or whatever. And like just the, one of the songs that I'm thinking of is just, he's like, he's mad, you know, he's angry at her and like, you can feel it in the song and you can tell like, you know, like, he just, I mean, he says in it, like something like you're dead to me, like that, like strong of an emotion about it, you know, like, I think it's, it's cool. (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. That's intense. Yeah. That's intense. See, yeah, I know a lot of that stuff kind of captures me. Like one of my, Oh, well, it'd be nice to talk to Noah Sebastian. Mm -hmm. We'd be okay (laughs) with that too. (laughs) Like, uh, what were you thinking about with the song, buddy? Also, lots of emotion. Yeah, lots of, lots of, God, so good. I know. I cannot wait for that show. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. I'm a little obsessed with Bad Omens right now. They're my favorite band right now. Favorite. Did you see on Eli's stories, was that Blue Ridge or is that this weekend? 
What was the rock fest that Kingdom just did? Yeah, Blue Ridge Rock Fest or whatever, yeah. Okay. Did you see his stories when he was when he was there? Yeah. On the oh, side yeah, yeah. when Bad Omen mm-hmm. was playing. Yep, sure did. I was like, every story, I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> stop it. I wanna be there. He's so lucky. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh man. That's okay. To live that life. We just live vicariously through you and your Instagram stories. Yep, right. Just sitting on the sidelines there of all these rock concerts that we want to be at. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, well, those are a couple good openers there. I like it. I like it. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's chat about um, Amity, that show, mm-hmm. and then um, and then Dashboard. Yeah. So these two shows were really Anna's Anna shows. <laughs> well, Dashboard. I mean, well, everybody's, but yeah. I mean, so I've seen Amity. So we we saw. So on Wednesday of that week, we went and we saw Unity Texas, Holding Absence, mm-hmm. The Amity Affliction, and Silverstein. 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 Yeah. I never. I never know. Someone can make fun of me later. I always say Silverstein, but I think that they actually, it's Silverstein, but. Um, I think it's Silverstein. Silver. <laughs> we'll so uh, I know. I always want to call it the one that's not. Yeah. Right. But I don't know. Either way, I might be saying it wrong. You can make fun of me later. Um, so Unity Texas was brand new to us. Lindsay looked at them, looked at them up before and so did I, but she looked them up prior and was like stoked for them because they put on a good show for sure they're fun they did Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they were fun i like i really like the rap rock yeah i really like i i and their sound was good and they're and i i felt like they're they're more um they're better live because i was listening to their albums i i'm a weird like if I, I need to see a band first before I can really appreciate their music. Mm-hmm. So I like to watch, if I haven't seen them before, it's like, okay, I'll listen to a few of their songs. But then once I see them, then I'll listen to all their albums. And then I'm like, cause there's that connection that I've seen them. So it's kind of, but anyway, I felt like they are much better live cause he brings that energy. He even got into the crowd and stuff, which was great. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that show that was at the market, yeah. Which I, I honestly, I don't think I've ever been to that one. I've only been to Soto. Mm. Oh, yeah, so. Showbox, that was cool at the market. I, um, I've been there, and I, I was messaging my friend actually during during the show because I hadn't been there since probably high school or around that time, and um, I was like, oh my god, like the last show I remember being here was with her and her now boyfriend wasn't a boyfriend then, but. Um, and I was like, I just like, I remembered just random things. And then she was messaging and she was like, oh, I remember this and this, like totally random. Like why we have these memories of them. like these random things that happened that night. But um, yeah, I hadn't been there for a long time. But yeah, Unity, Texas, they were, they were fun. And then I was, I've been watching their stories and people always comment about the drummer of that um, band because he's like smiling the whole time and I didn't, I missed it. So I'm really bummed, but watching the video of him, he's so cute and he's just so like, he looks so happy the whole time. It's so adorable. It is. I know they're all like, you know, yeah, 
or rapping and singing and screaming. And he's just like, yeah, yes. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So, um, Unity Texas opened, then Holding Absence, who we've seen before, and they're really good. They're super fun. And I just I have a couple of their songs that I love, too. Um, it's yeah. fun to see them again. They're so good. And they have accents. So, yeah. you know, if you listen, I'm probably talking about it every every show of my obsession with accents. I should have chosen someone with an accent for my hall pass, dang it. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you still, I mean, you got time. We, we're still talking here, but that's, so holding absence, the drummer is amazing. Probably one of the best drummers we've ever seen. Yeah. I think that's who yeah. uh, Greg had pointed out too. Like he was an awesome drummer just watching him. And I didn't, again, I didn't do much attention. I get sucked in by that singer. Dang it. Oh, like, you singers. <laughs> You captivate. I know they get all the attention. They do. Yeah, that drummer. That because we saw Holding Absence before. Um, they actually opened up for Day Seekers. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So it was good to see them again. They're so good. The lead singer's voice is just yeah. freaking epic. But yeah, that's probably one of the best drummers we've ever seen. Um, yeah. And then Amity. God. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is my I get it. third time seeing Amity, and I'm so glad that you came with me, Lindsay, because I. Amity puts on a great show. They do. They're they're so good. Yeah. Yeah. That was your third time? Dang. Yeah. I love. I think you should get an Amity tattoo now. I know. I just love. And again, that's another one, though. Like, another band. Like, their lyrics, they're so. And I I just, I love depressing music. Uh, (laughs) Dude, it's really depressing, though. Like, I'm like, I'll be at the gym or listening in my car. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) You just want to hold that. Yeah. You do, but it's like, but I didn't really, I don't know the band, you know, there's not that connection until I see them. And then they, you know, Anna was saying, cause I think I had texted you or something or just mentioned that their lyrics are really intense mm-hmm. and you're like, well, the lead singers, or I don't know, all of them kind of have dealt with some mental, just yeah, like just suicide. Like mental, yeah. Yeah. They, t- they talk a lot about yeah, mental health. Yeah. Issues. A lot of mental health, just like depression, suicidal ideation stuff. So yeah. yeah, super. But then soon after, what was it? The day after we saw them, they posted something on their social media that they're not, they're pulling from their headlining mm-hmm. tour. Yeah. Yeah. And they talked yeah. a lot it was, because of that. Um, I think it was Joel that posted it and said, you know, like wrote out this whole thing about it and just said, you know, Hey, there, there are some members of the band who are really going through some hard mental health stuff and they really, we need to give them this time. And, um, yeah, just kind of left it there that, that that's what they were going to do. And they had to for their band, but they were going to finish the, the co-headline or the tour with Silverstein. Yeah. 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 Gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So So such a good show. So I love their music a lot and, I, I just think they're really awesome. So I was glad that. Lindsay was well, that's what I feel like the majority of folks there were for. Mm-hmm. And this, <laughs> he was right in front of Anna. He was the skinny little guy with his girlfriend or whoever. He knew every single lyric and he was obsessed with them. Like he was just so like, Oh, you just wanted to squeeze him. He was so cute. He was so passionate. He sang every song. And and that's the thing, too, is like, you know, I hope 
musicians realize that their lyrics obviously touch so many people going through the same stuff. And yeah, so I respect the fact that they're taking that time acknowledging that, hey, we need a break. We need a break. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, they were freaking amazing. Holy cannoli. And then we had our sweet Canadians come up next. <laughs> yeah. And Silverstein, God, I just, I love Silverstein from um, back in the day, of course. Um, they're older stuff. Mm-hmm. I haven't listened to them in years. And so I just kind of, for seeing them was just a little bit of, I wanted to see their older stuff and the kind of throwback stuff. So they, they played a few of their older songs and that was really awesome. I I've never I hadn't seen them back in the day when I was was really into them. There was a, one of their albums that I loved, um, discovering yeah. the waterfront. So they're they play, they didn't play discovering the waterfront though, which is probably my would have been the my my whole dreams come true there. <laughs> but that's okay. They played some really good ones. They did. Uh, they brought out this wheel, mm-hmm. and they spun that and whatever song it landed on they play yeah so. yeah which i thought was a really cute idea and fun yeah totally. it was fun they were so i mean they're from canada they were so like hey guys and like all <laughs> i don't know super sweet and fun mm-hmm. and excited and uh well he had said the lead singer had um said the last time they were supposed to play seattle they had to cancel the show because he didn't have a voice and they had never canceled a show before. So I think he was like super amped to, to play and kind of like, we're here, mm-hmm. you know, redeeming ourselves from that, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they did. Yeah. They did really yeah. good. Yeah. That was an epic show. Um, <laughs> uh, so if you're unfamiliar with like, downtown Seattle like we've talked about El Corazon which is like not in the very best part of Seattle well um the showbox market is by Pike Place so everyone knows the famous Pike Place market and unfortunately drugs and you know homelessness all that has has been amped up in Seattle um and as Anna and I were walking back to our car, this guy was high on, um, Uh what was he high on? Fentanyl, which is just crazy blowing up everywhere, everywhere. It's just nuts. So, and you can tell because there's the saying, you know, picking, if someone's picking up pennies, so they're leaning over, looking like they're about to pick up some, something. So, Anna was distracted by him because she wanted to make sure he didn't like fall down and hurt his face. <laughs> like, should we help him sit down? But she didn't realize that there was this guy just flying down the sidewalk on a scooter. She almost got nailed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> guy on a scooter. I saved your yeah. life. Let's <laughs> see to pull me out and pull me out of the way. I don't think you're supposed to ride those scooters on the on the uh, sidewalk. You know, no. I'm pretty sure that guy stole that scooter. Well, you have to pay for them. He was like, did not care. You have to pay. I don't think you can steal them. I don't think they go and you add money. Maybe he stole it from someone. Maybe, who maybe someone paid. had paid already. And yeah, he's like, get off. I'm taking 
He didn't care. Yeah. He did not Yeah, care. it was right when we were leaving the show, yeah. so there were definitely people from the concert, like, right behind us laughing at me. But you know what? Oh, they were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're like, we need to go. Yeah. We need we to run. We booked it to the car. Yeah, so <laughs> – yeah, we did. We did. Oh my gosh, that was nuts. But that was a really amazing show. And then we went the next night and saw Dashboard Confessional. Yeah, so that was so, <laughs> so Thursday night. Then yeah. we saw the Juliana Juliana Theory. Okay. So yeah, so the so Thursday night we saw Juliana Theory and um Andrew McMahon in the Wilderness and Dashboard Confessional. It was just those three? Yes. Okay. Yep. So and again, yeah, that I was going for Andrew McMahon in the wilderness. Um, but of course, I mean, um, of course, Dashboard like has amazing songs from back in the day too that I loved. I don't know as much of their their songs, but Dashboard was really fun just to hear, like to see people so like enamored with the whole experience, like everything. Yeah. And just, I mean, they have some, they're, they're like kings emo right like that is like if you think emo yeah. you know dashboard confessional and so um that was like an emo yeah. emo dream for sure um but i mm-hmm. yeah they were they were really fun i really liked them um and i hadn't realized so the tour was i think it's the days gone by tour and so i didn't realize that that was like i assumed it was like referencing a dashboard like album or something because i don't know their mm-hmm. new stuff at all or if they have newer stuff, I don't know. But um, but no, apparently it was just talking about days gone by. Like it was really like a tour for them to talk or to sing some of their older songs and like talk, you know, reminisce on days gone by. So uh, so then Andrew McMahon in the Wilderness, who I will never like I love something corporate. Like they're like back in the day, I would I listen to their albums many, many times. I still listen to them to this day. So, um, love something corporate. She was, she knew all the songs. Everyone. And I was so stoked when I, so we had already talked about going to that show and we're like, dude, we cannot go to that many shows in a row, three in a row. So we're like, no, we're not going to go. We're not going to go. And then I found out that they were singing a couple songs that they had not sang at all when I, have seen them before and have not sent, d- performed at all since like something corporate days pretty much. So I was like, I don't even care. Like I didn't even, Lindsay, if you didn't go, I would have gone. I didn't care. I was like, I am going to the show. I will st- I, I'll do it alone. I don't care. I want to go. <laughs> like I wanted to go. So yeah, that was that the show box Soto, yes. which is. And that yeah. one's a, I don't mind. Huge. I forgot how big that place was. Yeah. And I don't mind driving to that one either. It's not downtown, downtown. There's plenty of parking. That's exactly. affordable. There's a lot of really expensive <laughs> parking there too, but uh, you can find affordable for sure. Yeah. But it's because it's right next to all the stadiums, so sometimes you get real mm. gouged. Yeah. But um, yes, that's really why I went because they played so many songs from back in the day, and I was just obsessed. Of course, it yeah. made me seriously like. Yeah, we've seen some amazing shows, and we'll we will see some more some amazing shows coming up, but that like tops it for me just from experience. Like I just loved every second of Andrew McMahon's show. And then, Oh yeah. And then I wish I'm, I'm telling you, I should have traveled apparently not that I would have, but, uh, but when he played in California, one of the days 
the the last I think it was maybe the last day on their tour. I think it was maybe his birthday, but they the guys from something oh. corporate came out and performed with him. Like the whole band <gasps> got together and played, and I was like, oh my god, what? I know. Oh my gosh, uh, I know. So jealous. I just okay. God, I loved it so much. And I was sending sending yeah. little clips of the some of the set to some of my girlfriends who have gone to many Andrew McMahon shows with me. And uh, yeah, that was cool. I mean, you had prepped me for him coming out in the crowd on a I don't know blow up duck floaty mm-hmm. thing, which he did. he sure did. Yep, yeah. and he did that before. Um, I you know again thrown back to times he done it before. oh something well corporate. i don't know if he did it was something corporate, but he's done it did oh. another time when i saw him um but yeah yeah so good i love him it was funny i mean all the bands did an excellent job and um kind of the same thing i don't know a whole lot of dashboard confessional songs but it's just kind of like you you just have to see mm-hmm. like them like be in the same vicinity of the emo Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Right. And of course I joke with um my dog because he sheds everywhere. So I sing to him, Your hair is everywhere, mm-hmm. you know, constantly. But I'm not going to sing that right now and uh hurt your your ear. She brought out. Yeah. Perfect. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> compared his voice to mine but um it's funny to go to like the back-to-back shows of seeing like amity and how i mean that crowd was rowdy like anna had prepped me she's like are you ready for some moshing and i'm like you know i've seen moshing whatever holy cannoli (laughs) that was crazy And then we go to right. dashboard the next night and people are getting annoyed that you're right. touching them. It's like, all right. But I was telling Anna, you know, we go to concerts all the time. Not a lot of people are like us. This is probably the first concert that they've been to maybe even since COVID, right. you know, maybe it's been years. And so they, it's just, that's their experience. They don't realize that. Hey, you're gonna like touch your elbow or yeah you know, right something. yeah it definitely but it's not that no, kind of no huge huge difference and you know um mm-hmm. I think I think it was Andrew McMahon maybe or Chris Caraba or whatever that we're talking about one of them said it and or mm-hmm. I don't know if it was at the show or if it was like later on Instagram or something but um had mentioned like you know when they that they kind of uh, connected really well because back in the day when the a lot of bands that were big at the same time were big like mosh pit bands and you know like they were it was much like wilder show and that they are just sitting there you know just them their voice or them behind a piano or something like that just like stripped down lyrics just singing and uh that they kind of you know that's that's who they are and I I still love it so (laughs) I love it all yeah, it's actually kind of it's kind of perfect that they're on tour or they mm-hmm. were on tour together. Um, are they still? Is this I think tour it's over done? Now. Yeah, I think they ended. It's over mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but totally different shows, yeah. which which um, 
But lo- I love them both so much. So it was so fun. It was so fun. It was a very long week, but it was so fun. <laughs> yeah. So, I know. I've I forget who I was talking to, but they were like, "What are you doing this week? You got any shows?" I'm like, "No, actually." I know. And we I have, don't. But that's like the first yeah, question. Yeah, we do have another. Ask. I think in November we do have another week where we have we'll have two shows, but they're like a Wednesday and a Friday. I think so. Yeah. You know, yeah, November is actually going to be pretty busy, which is funny because Courtney just um, said, I'm the backup. So I told her, Matt can't go. I will go. And if he, this is like last minute, so I'm not going to get my hopes totally up. But she scored um, not pit, but uh, I forget, but it's over on the side at, um, uh, gosh, what's the new venue in? Seattle uh, climate pledge arena. Yeah. Climate pledge to see Dave Matthews. November oh, coming. They here to there again. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Inside. I haven't been, I haven't seen him inside a venue. I've only seen him at the gorge. So, but I'm her, I'm Matt. I'm the backup. So, I mean, that could be another, another show mm-hmm. too. So I know, but I'm excited. It'll be fun. I miss going to show. It's weird. It's like, oh, I was looking forward to the break. I know. And I'm like, I kind of want to go. Yeah, show. that's how I felt too. I was like, oh God, I feel like it's so. I and then Lindsay got a new job, so she doesn't work out with me in the morning, so she ditched me. I know. So I'm like, oh my God, I haven't seen Lindsay in forever. Like we went out last week for for her birthday, and uh, I was like, like boy, what's going on? You know, I mean, I'd be like, I know, I know. <laughs> I just it's been mm-hmm. crazy oh my gosh well so speaking of bands the band we are actually featuring um they're out of Arizona I saw them randomly they're called the few who may and I saw them randomly on Instagram and then they had reached out you know here's our new single and and I was like oh I'm, I'm digging them. And so I had asked them to be, you know, if they wanted to be on a, on a podcast and they were all over it. So, uh, they are called the few who may, and to kind of give you a little intro and then we'll kind of do the same thing of what we did last, um, episode where Anna will read off the questions and then I'll respond to those to kind of give you a little, you know, how they got started and all that fun stuff, which is something I always like to, to start with, they've been a band for mm-hmm. a bit. Um, because when I was looking up their, um, you know, their songs and stuff, um, albums, whatever they had on um, Apple Music, I was like, dang, this one came out in 2013. Yeah. You know, they've they've been together for a while, but the art, the um, the band members have changed. So, which Zach had mentioned in this response. And so I asked him, um, you know, if you could tell me how the band got started, just kind of a little history of how y'all began. So he's a good starter. So Zach had mentioned Tom and Rossi met in college. So Tom is uh, their guitarist in clean singing. Zach is the screamer. And then there's Mike Rossi on drums. So that's who they are. 
So Tom and Rossi met in college for audio engineering and kind of started the band making music projects for school, and it kind of just took off from there. Um, I joined later, met Tom through mutual friends. Um, I was in another band looking to get music recorded by him and ended up auditioning for his project, uh, which is The Few Who Me. So this was all back in 2013. It's been a rough road. Um, so we've had a lot of members come and go throughout the years. Nothing has ever stuck in the band, so it's always felt like we're starting over. Um, we took a huge break and we came back together to finally put out our EP we've always wanted and finally achieve that goal, which feels great. The EP is called Monolith and is available on all streaming platforms. Yay! And we, I've talked about that with Mike, with Saturate, um, where they started in 2005 and then they started, you know, ramping up and getting really big and then, um, and then took a big break, I think in 2015 to like recent. And he said, it's like that, just like he said, not that the members really changed, they, their drummers had changed, but, um, it's, but it is like starting over, but it's hard to start over when you're, I don't want to say in your thirties or old. But no, it's hard. Yeah. No, I, I don't. I, I mean, I feel like it I would be. Yeah. I, I mean, I I think about that all the time. Like, it's just 30s is not old. But, like, there are so many younger people coming in, too. And so, like, I always feel like I feel like I'm old all the time. But I'm like, it would be so hard to start over when you just, yeah. if you are comparing to. But you have so much mm-hmm. more knowledge and you have that experience too and like have been through many a lot more things and probably can make some smarter decisions but who knows i mean we we ask you know mike all the time that mike will never listen i don't think he listens to any episode Um, so we can say whatever we want about him (laughs) but i know exactly but um but we'll call mike up and say you know i ask him a question about like whatever the case might be. And he is super knowledgeable about, you know, he's been in bands that are signed, not signed. Um, so it's just, it, it's such a crazy experience what musicians have to go through in order to, it would almost be like a death sentence to take a break, especially yeah. now, you know, there's so much money that they have to pay in order to be, just streaming or, oh, and and then we'll get into the questions, but I was just (laughs) talking to my niece about this too, because she has a friend, the friend Mm -hmm. at the gym, he's getting into rapping and stuff like that. So Lily had been working with him to kind of help him because she knows her stuff with music. Um, And there's this thing that artists can do is they can pay for plays. Uh-huh. Did you know that? Kind of. Well, I mean, you yeah. And I had I heard like, of- well, maybe maybe I haven't talked to me exactly about it. Yeah. Like you can pay for plays. And so it looks like your song oh, has been oh, played. Oh, like for like Spotify, like it shows up, but more people are oh, I thought you meant like pay to be played on the radio. But okay. Yeah. Oh, well that I mean that too. I mean, but yeah, pay for plays. So it looks like People like 60,000 
you know, this has been listened to that many times. And I'm not going to mention any bands, but I know of a few that do this. And so you see that on these streaming platforms, but then you go to their social media and they have like 6,000 followers. You know, it just doesn't Mm -hmm. compute. And and I was talking to Lily about it and I'm like, well, what are your thoughts about this? Like, do you think it helps artists? And she had made a good point where, um, uh, that you can pay, if you're going to pay for anything, pay to be on a playlist. So, um, If, and it depends on the playlist too. So you kind of have to put in, I don't know, it's always thousands of dollars, but if you pay to be on like the top 10 of, you know, her friend who's a rap artist, you know, to pay to be on that playlist, that will get you exposed. So that probably, if you're going to pay for anything, that seems like the best thing to pay for. That makes sense, right? Well, I mean, again, totally oh. random, but the first time I ever heard, I mean, it, it just, it works for the episode. Uh, but the first time I ever heard a Silverstein song was on a mix, like random thing that was passed out at like a concert or something. It was like a, a bunch of other songs and Discovering the Waterfront was on there. And that's when I fell in love with that song and then went and sought out the rest of their music. But so, I mean, yeah, for sure. People, because other people are going to find it. And, um, and, and then I guess, you know, and it's probably with like music. And so you can kind of speak to your audience for sure. I have found so many new bands just by, you know, if I don't want to, if I want to take a break from that. (laughs) Yes. I mean, why would you, but I guess. (laughs) I'll go. Yeah, maybe. One day, one day, but, um, I'll put on, you know, Apple and whatever playlist, whatever they suggest or whatever the case, and I'll find new bands that way. So I feel like if that's probably the best way yeah. to go now, yeah. I do the same thing. Yeah. Occasionally, you know? or it will randomly happen or whatever. I, I mostly listen to our Spotify, but we, sh- we share it. So if Greg has the Spotify account, then I have to listen to Pandora and then they're just playing yeah. whatever they want. <laughs> But I find a lot of good music, so uh, I'm okay with it, you know? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So I'm pretty sure these are in the order of the questions. So we'll go ahead and share the responses for the, the few who may. So Zach responded. Perfect. So first question is, who has inspired you to get involved in music? All right. So Zach had mentioned we all had a pretty early calling to play music, rock, metal, just listening to any of the mainstream classic rock metal bands, which, you know, is always the, the, the first of what you hear. Like I grew up with Led Zeppelin and which is still mm-hmm. one of my favorites. Um, but yeah, anything pretty much that your parents listen to. And if I hadn't mentioned, I think I did this earlier, but I just want to make sure that the few who may, they're based out of Phoenix, Arizona. So we got yeah. a West Coast band. Yeah. <laughs> Another one. That's good. All right. What is the best or favorite thing about the process? All right. So they say the best parts of our process is that we can all openly express how we feel and what we want to pour into the next song without taking away from any one member. 
We all give it 100% and leave nothing else. So that's probably with, uh, you know, everyone getting along. That would be hard in a band because I hear about that sometimes. And that's, you know, everyone needs to make sure that they can collaborate and get mm-hmm. along and, yeah. yeah, I don't know, and be themselves. We've heard about it. Too many where bands don't work out because somebody. <laughs> and you're stuck with them. Yeah. For all the close quarters, you have to make all these decisions. Yeah, for sure. I feel like, and I don't want to hate on lead singers, but I feel like lead singers get kinda a little. Kind of divas, but you know. Kind of divas. I'm, yeah. But that's known. That's a known thing. And what I'm hearing back from some of the, the bands we interview, they're like, yeah, it's because of them. <laughs> well, and we talk about the lead, I mean the lead singers. Some of, sometimes it's the lead singer that's saying that <laughs> we're the we're the problem. But I love singers, obviously, mm-hmm. so I'm still obsessed with them. Yes, Anna's always. <laughs> well, I do. T- okay, I do too, and I'm going to. I'm just already know because Anna usually is the one that's in the front of every show, pretty much. I'm the careful one, cautious. I'm in the back or in the bar. But like she had mentioned in previous episodes, I, once we saw Varsity and Nonpoint and being like that primo spot, that was, especially at El Corazon, because it's so mm-hmm. close and intimate. And then being that close to like Joey actually touching his leg, <laughs> we've addressed this, I apologize. close you just want to like but with the lead singer you're just like you just gravitate towards them but really at that venue it's so freaking small we were bonding with the drummer we could have probably (laughs) given him a high five too we could have yeah we could have all right next question is who would you want to collaborate with past or present so zach mentions we are talking about collaborating with craig mabbitt of escape the fate oh cool so they have been a big influence in our life and also his bass player for escape the fate and guitar player for his side project the dead rabbits is the producer of our ep oh that's really cool actually awesome yeah that's awesome I'm assuming the they're probably around our age. Yeah. These guys, you think? Maybe. Yeah, maybe I did watch the video, but I don't. It's kind of dark and moody. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like our, our little view tonight. <laughs> I don't know if I, I don't know if I assess the, their ages. Well, I'm thinking they're probably like 30 or something like that. Yeah. Maybe a little bit. Anyway. Yeah. All right. What are your plans for the upcoming year? We plan on playing some of our first shows. The biggest plans this year were to release the EP, um, which it looked like that was back in July, and our music video for The Depths. Uh, we plan on doing one more music video before the year ends. You're cool. Yay! And so these questions we had reached out, this was in July. And so, um, like Anna had said, the the Depths video was released. That's the song that we're actually going to feature on today's episode. So, um, so yeah, I'm excited to see more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a cool video actually. I thought it was really well done. Yeah, um, it right. was cool. What's the story behind one of your favorite songs you've done? So our EP has been based on all of our personal experiences and difficulties battling depression. 
addiction Mm -hmm. and not fitting in. Oh, (laughs) not fitting in. Oh, my gosh. I want to know more about that. Maybe I'll ask Zach what he meant by that, not fitting in. I feel like a lot of bands, though, I mean, that's their outlet, right? right? Like when we're in school and stuff, like. A lot of our friends who were in bands or people that were in bands, they just didn't fit in. Yeah. So that's what they that's what they did. Yeah. And then you find kind of the people that you fit in with and and then mm-hmm. you, do, you do fit in just in a different a different place. <laughs> yeah. I wish I was that cool. I feel like people who started bands because they thought they didn't or didn't fit in to know and realize how cool you are. Right. like you're cooler than anybody else in school any varsity this or sports person that musicians are freaking talented Mm -hmm. like we've talked to folks who don't even need to read music yeah like they can hear it once and play it right you know never titled he can play all instruments and sing like what the fuck yeah well, and like, you know, it's it, it it's so funny, though, just because as you get older, you just realize like, it's like, oh, you felt that way. But then you're but but even people that you thought like, oh, if I was if I could fit in with them, like things would be better. Or they're probably happier because of whatever. Like, no, they probably went through yeah. the exact same thing and had the same thoughts. But like, we're all just like overanalyzing everything in her mind or like about us or whatever. We just we're paying way too much attention yeah. to how how we think other people think about us but yeah. yeah oh my gosh for sure i know i wish you always hear about like when we were in high school and or going through whatever you know people who were older you know don't worry about what people think mm-hmm. but it's just you can't like at that age that's just what you do yeah. that's just what you do yeah cuz you're trying to find yourself and even as you get older, you, it's just, I think you just keep continuing trying to figure yourself right. out. It's like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But, you know, and another point to that is just that not everyone can articulate how they're feeling in that way. And so that that's the cool part. Like the fact that even though you're going through all these really hard things, like for you to be able to like have this awesome outlet where you're putting it into something that people are going to relate to or mm-hmm. like, you know, just even if they don't relate exactly to it, like can just listen to it and get, take something positive from it. I think that's. Oh my gosh. I know. I think that's the thing too. And I, I'm obviously not a musician. I can't relate, but I would feel like if I were in that position where I was talented enough to sing and play an instrument and, you know, touch people's lives in that way where they can relate to my music and, you know, get something from it and learn from it and grow. Um, you know, I hope musicians know that they make such an impact on their fans and other people and to not forget that. Cause I feel like maybe depending on how big you get or how successful you are, that might change. Cause then you're either you get burnt out or it's all because of the fame or whatever the case might be. Um, that you don't forget about the fundamentals and the roots of why you mm-hmm. are doing what you're doing. Yeah. You know, so yeah. Yep. Yep. Indeed. Who knew we were so like, we're so deep tonight. We're so deep tonight. It's, it's the lighting, it's the mood lighting. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's it. Yeah. All right. Um, what is the meaning or story behind your group name? Well, as every friggin' band says, they always say there's no big significance. <laughs> That's what they're saying. There's no big significance in our band name. It started with our guitar player who came up with it 15 years ago and it just stuck. I like it. I think it's a cool name. I do too. The few who may. I really like it. It's kind of mysterious. I don't know. I just think, I think it's a, uh, yeah. I, I like, I really like it. <laughs> Good job. I do too. I like it. years ago. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. It's similar to like, oh, I was trying to think of another band that was kind of the similar name. It was probably from back in the day too, but I, yeah, I like it. I feel like we could figure out some sort of meaning behind it. The few who Yeah, know. I'm sure people have, you know, again, that's how we, we interpret people's lyrics. We're going to interpret your band name. And Lindsay and I, yes. you know, introspect. Yeah. Really like thinking tonight we're analytical tonight <laughs> we are we are oh my gosh seriously okay go for it all right if you could open for anyone who would it be we'd love to open up for bands like north lane august burns red bad omens Ooh, yeah. yes spirit box Ooh, yeah yep and sleep token oh cool yay that would be rad. Mm-hmm. For now, we just love to open shows and get our name out there. So, well, as hopefully we say, they come up. I mean, they're. Okay. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to ask me, you, you know, every time, like, if you come to Seattle, we'll, we'll, we'll go to your show. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. If anything, because they're in Arizona, we still need to go to Courtney's parents' house there. Yes. So we might actually see them in their home state mm-hmm. one day, maybe next year. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Courtney. Courtney and get your parents to let us in. Give us the key. Yeah. I mean, Court, whoever will come, Court can hang out at the house. You and I can go watch the show and then. Yeah. And then head back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So thank you uh, for sending us the responses to the questions. There's Zach from The Few Who May. So the track we're going to play is called The Depths. So we'll go ahead and play that now and then we'll talk to you afterwards. So here is The Depths by The Few Who May.
welcome back, everyone. Hopefully you like the depths by the few who may. Um, yeah, that one I like. Mm -hmm. It's got a lot of screaming in it. You know, I took some time to really like listen to all their older stuff too. Yeah. Um, I listen yeah, to I, really like yeah I, I really like their sound. I, I listened to a, a few of their songs on Spotify yeah. before, and then I watched their music video too. So I thought they were really good. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Love it. Mm-hmm. I love that, um, you know, the whole like base of our podcast is, of course, putting new music in your ears and, and also for us too. But there's so many new bands out there or bands like The Few Who May who have been a band for a while now and um you know maybe just had to start over for whatever reason creating new music getting it out there and so it's just nice to be able to be on a platform where we can share new music with you know our friends listeners our five listeners that we have (laughs) (laughs) but um but yeah so it's it's nice and I always try to remember the reason why we started this podcast because this is episode nine like can you believe that that's crazy I was trying to remember where we're at yeah I know whenever I'm titling these episodes I'm like oh my gosh we're gonna be in double digits next (laughs) let's go I know I know so Anywho, but yeah, so that brings us to the end of this episode. Of course, I always like to leave it with Anna with any any final messages, any anything random, random thought, something. Um, random thought, no, just fall is awesome and go get a pumpkin cream cold brew so you can be a basic bee like me. Woohoo! <laughs> pumpkin cream cold brew. Yeah, those are fucking amazing. They're so good. They really are. Yay. All right. All right. Well, we'll go ahead and leave you all. Thank you again for listening. This is Lindsay. Bye, guys. This is Anna. See you next time. Bye.